Greetings. Hello, everyone. Hello, friend at home. Welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. Ha ha ha. Um, <laughs> I think that sound says it all. Uh, today I am joined by you, dear listener, and I'm also joined by my guest co-host today, Amy Albert. Hello, my friends. Hello, friends. <laughs> and I am so excited. I have been wanting this person on the show for years. She's an author, an illustrator, and just a very funny human being, Liz Climo. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Wow, for years, nobody's wanted me to do anything for years. I'm so touched. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, feel it. Uh, so I have three kids. They're all boys. I have a six-year-old, a nine-year-old, and an 11-year-old. And an 11-year-old. I feel, I feel like every time I try to say that, I stumble over it. Amy, what you got? I have two. I got a six and three-quarters-year-old gal. She's telling oh, wow. everyone the three-quarters. Actually, it's wow. because my, my mom is giving me some, My mom's visiting, and she's like, I think you're six and three-quarters. And then... She hasn't shut up about it. So, uh, and then, uh, then um, I have um, a four-year-old little ma'am. Awesome. And Liz, what what you got going over there? Well, I have an eight and a half-year-old daughter, um, and I know this doesn't technically count, but I am. We we did just adopt a puppy that we're picking up on Saturday, so that'll be our baby. Because <laughs> oh, puppy. Yeah. Oh, and I have a sixteen-year-old dog as well. So I have a sixteen-year-old dog. She's gonna love. She's gonna absolutely hate the puppy, but we'll try. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, our our dog, our dog Dave, passed away recently, and right before I was, I was like, should we get this? Is and I felt bad saying this, but I'm like, should we get another dog, like as a gateway dog? Yeah, Dave? like yeah. before or after, like as a way of like smoothing like, it, like like before. Yeah, should we like just have a overlap? The yeah. blow. The yeah, that blow. makes – I think a lot of people do that. I think so. And, yes. like, I will say that that did cross my mind. Um, a lot of it, though, was that every – my husband, myself, and our older dog were all middle to older aged, and my daughter is the only youthful energy in the house. So I was like, maybe some <laughs> – maybe another bean that doesn't just, like, you know, lay around and nap all the time. That can <laughs> match that eight-and-a-half-year-old's energy. So that's the – we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys, we were supposed to dog sit our our friend's dog uh and he, this dog, our friend was supposed to go and uh for work to um New Zealand for like a, a two months this summer and he was going to like pay us to watch his dog and I was like, "Fuck yeah, right on." Yeah. Cuz I've been wanting to have a dog around um or like a pet around. Um, but I don't, but I've also decided that I don't want a pet and, uh, and that I've retired from dealing with other animals or humans fecal uh-huh. matter that isn't mm-hmm. my own. I just like, I'm retired, I think, yeah. at least until everyone gets out of the house. I just fucking can't. But so this dog comes over, sweet as pie, sweet dog is isn't a big beggar isn't like stealing food we've dog sat in the past and dogs the dogs like stealing everyone's food and everyone's like freaking out because my kids because we don't have pets they'll leave food on the fucking couch on a plate and then be like this dog is a jerk like no he left food on a plate on a couch um 
but so this dog was like really kind and then we went outside um and my six-year-old was playing with the dog and i don't know what happened i wasn't there my husband was there y'all this dog a little french bulldog Oh no! Bit my fucking six-year-old. <gasps> no! Fucking face! No! And a French bulldog? Like and that's dear crazy. listener, our our friend uh, in the internet uh, may recall. Um, this is my second out of three children who has been bitten on the fucking face by a dog. I was just thinking, because you had you had that older dog a million years yes. ago, right? I remember that. Yeah. Yes. Give him away. Oh, shit. So you're saying that getting a dog was a good idea then. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent choice. It was so awkward. We had to be like, um, okay, so you're, so we were like, it was like a test babysitting for the, or, you know, yeah. dog sitting for a few days while yeah. he was at like a wedding or something. And, uh, and we had to be like, eh, Hey, oh, no. so yeah, that's not going to work. It's, it's awkward. Yeah. This isn't going to work and we need your dog to leave immediately. Um, that's great. So wait, what, what led up to it? Like they were just like playing with a toy. I think it was just that the dog was maybe feeling overwhelmed or maybe the dog was feeling like, like this is my toy. Don't touch it. I don't know what. Oh. I I wasn't there. I know that right before it, my husband was like, "Oh, maybe maybe he needs like a little space or whatever." Yeah. But yeah, I don't know how his fucking face was like all up close to a bull, the French bulldog. What were you gonna say, Liz? Was he okay? Was your kid okay? Sorry, was it? Yeah, he's got he's got um you know one tooth kind of went in uh on his oh. face and it was bleeding oh, a bit. No. Baby. And he's got a little scratch under his eye, um, and he's got sort of it looks like his the teeth. The, essentially, it's like the teeth marks kind of scraped, like grazed mm. across his cheek. So oh. he looks he looks kind of crazy, um, but he's okay. Oh. But it's just a such a fucking bummer. Yeah, that's all. That's uh, that is you know it's traumatic. Right. Is he is he like expressing fear of dogs now or do you feel after that happened he was like a little freaked out about yeah about the dog until the dog left and uh yeah Poor it Bubba. sucks I love Did dogs friend... I don't want my kids to be afraid afraid of dogs of had that ever happened before with that dog it, no or... our friend friends like so... all the time <laughs> yeah. yeah no constantly friend... but you yeah. know what our friend is a single uh like guy you know like around our age maybe a little older and maybe you know maybe it's just maybe it was kind of untested the, yeah, the concept sure. of this dog with three loud boisterous children sure yeah, yeah. yeah. i got bitten yeah. in the face when i was 20 by a rottweiler <gasps> holy oh fucking shit yeah and it's a crazy experience um, I and I remember being so stunned by it because like I knew this dog I was petting her like I'll admit she was kind of a dick like she wasn't the friendliest fucking dog in the world but like I'm like you know me and yeah, I was petting your her friends she, yeah I mean we're like like friendly if I if, if not friends <laughs> you're good she, acquaintances uh -huh. yeah. Oh, she knew my scent. Isn't that enough? She, um, <laughs> yeah, she bit me 
And it was so shocking. And I have to admit, like, I'd never been afraid of Rottweilers prior, but now I'm, I yeah. see Rottweilers and I'm like, actually, I don't see Rottweilers very often now. Do you yeah. ever see those dogs anymore? <laughs> <laughs> They're all dead. You <laughs> I manifested it. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, that That dog breed never even existed. What are you talking about? No, like, yes, it's it's a rot- Rottweiler? A rot- that sounds like a made-up name. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awful oh man well i feel like dog you know with with dogs they're still even they're so sweet and we love them but they're still animals and it's like you know you just that stuff happens yeah it's, so, it's such a bummer when it happens so well, it is when we had our first kid it, it's weird it was like what do they say like the scales like were removed from my eyes or whatever like once we had our <laughs> Liz is like, you had scaly eyeballs. What is happening? That's more of an issue than anything else. <laughs> I think that's the saying. It means like your eyes were weighted like a scale, maybe. Oh! And then and now, or you're like a so mer person. talking like lizard people. Yeah. Like fish scales. <laughs> I'm a lizard person. (laughs) (laughs) Once I had a child, I became a human. Um, (laughs) Once we had our first kid, it was like our dog who had been, you know, the center of everything. All of a sudden it was like, oh, you're a fucking animal and not a person or a child. Uh, yeah. So I fucking get it. <laughs> I, um, I don't know if I've talked about this. I used to own a pet snake named Fang what? when I was named I Fang. I know what a when what a sweet name. How old was I, mom? I was like seven or eight, eight oh, or nine, okay. and okay, I had this this. <laughs> what if I was like, oh, I was forty-one. Exactly. <laughs> 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 but uh, he um uh Fang. Like we got him as a little baby, and then he's, he got he got bigger and bigger. And I was like, oh, you know, he was a king snake, some kind of reason. And I would like, you know, wear him around my neck. And then one day, my friend Amy came over, and my my snake bit her, and oh, I shit. never fucking touched that snake again. <laughs> I was like, goodbye to this experiment. Yeah, and we had him for years at that point. But I was like, oh fuck. That. The scales fell from your eyes. Your, <laughs> exactly. Your snake scales. The snake scales. Woo! Yeah. That's no. wild. Scary. Oh my god! It, it was sort of like you were just like, "Oh, you're a fucking snake." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 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 Like, oh shit! Oh, I forgot what you are. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. My older was... sister actually had a friend. My older sister's friend stayed with us for like a month for some reason when when she was in high school. When they were both in high school, and she had a snake, and she brought the snake, and the snake stayed at her house, and it was just like a guard. Like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know about snakes really all that much. Um, but it was like a you know a pet snake. It was you know, and one day we came home, and she was like, "Hey, bad news. The snake is lost. I lost the snake." <gasps> and we were like, "Well, what happened? Where'd you lose it? Where did it go?" And she was like, "Oh, in the house somewhere." And this snake was lost in our house for about two weeks. So <gasps> That's I don't horrifying. have a problem. I actually I'm fine with snakes. I know snakes are like a big fear for a lot of people. I'm fine with snakes. When there's one lost in your house and you don't know where it is, it's a totally different story. <laughs> oh, God. And guess where I ended up finding it? In my laundry basket. 
I went to pull something out, pull a, an article of clothing out of my laundry basket to put upon my body, While which I do. I was every playing day. a weird little. I was playing a little horn. I just happened to be doing it, and it kind of just you know slide sort of came up. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. That's very scary. And that's the end of the story. That's... I think I blocked the rest. I don't know. <laughs> Did you scream and throw like what? I honestly, the basket. I can picture in my mind's eye like seeing it, but then everything else kind of goes blank. Like, <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> listener, you can't see this, but Liz is not wearing any clothes. Liz can't wear clothes anymore because she was so traumatized by this laundry incident. No, the irony is, is I still pull clothes from my hamper every single day. That's where all my outfits are. It's like if it was there yesterday, it'll be there today. It's really a reliable place. So it couldn't have been that dramatic. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Yeah, it was terrifying. So this was like a guest snake in your home. It was like yeah. visiting. Okay. And then and then were you like, hey. Which come- is bold. Yeah, it, is, it really is bold. My my parents were a lot. They parented differently than I parented. Because I'd be like, I'm not. no, you may not stay at our house with your snake. Yeah, for a month. For a month. Wow. Someone else's child. Yeah. Well, no. here while we're on the topic, uh, I'll, I'll, the story that I decided to tell uh, this week um, has to do with animals. Has to do with pets has to do with um, animals and pets who uh, don't necessarily love you back. No offense, <laughs> but, you know, fang, I don't know. I don't know about snakes. Um, so our six-year-old had a goldfish, um, and we had gotten this. So in the tank with this goldfish, we have uh, our oldest son has a large goldfish, um, they're quite advanced in age, and they are quite large. I would say they are um, about the size of a child's fist. Like they're, they're oh. it's a quite large goldfish at this point. Wait, a fantail? What? Can I didn't even know they could get that. <laughs> yeah, it's like the size of a fucking lime. It's a big <laughs> fish. <laughs> I thought goldfish live for twenty four hours, and then you flush them down the toilet. Like I didn't know they could grow. <laughs> I think this is what happens if you if you are able to keep them alive, then they just never stop growing. Oh, I think that shit. is. I heard something weird like they will kind of expand to whatever tank you ha- like, whatever their space is. They will get. I mean, isn't so- this is really ignorant? Are koi fish? Are koi fish just big goldfish? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. I don't. Think- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that is bold because koi fish are really, really expensive. So it's pretty be like, listen, I kept this goldfish alive for like 20 years. You owe me $5,000. But I mean, that's hard to keep a goldfish alive yeah. for 20 years. So maybe like kudos to you. You should have like $5,000. Oh, I'll know I made it when I have a koi pond and my own apiary anyway uh so uh, it had we have this large goldfish and we have this ugly fucking um thing it's called a doja it's called a doja something i hate it so much it has creepy eyes 
It's it's albino, so it has red eyes and it's kind of see-through and it just looks like an ugly sort of snake and um it bullies the other fish because it's like food obsessed and I hate it so much. But my son is like, that one, that ugly fucking snake fish. I want it. I was like, really? You don't want a beautiful fantail goldfish? No, I want the ugliest, bossiest fish ever. <laughs> so she's the worst. <laughs> and um, and so we had these two fish and here's what I learned. Okay. So I was like, what our youngest fish wants, our youngest child once a fish uh what can we get in there how do we do this and so essentially it was like let's just get another goldfish okay so when i was looking into it what i learned was i guess goldfish are super dumb and they kind of bumble through life being like does this go in my mouth nom, nom, nom. Oh, maybe not what about this does this go in my mouth nom, nom, nom. and so I feel like it, I dated all of those fish. Those sound like ex-boyfriends <laughs> of mine. I know. Does this, this go in my mouth? What is it? Does this go here? Oh, okay. Hi, I'm Amy. This is my boyfriend. His name is Orangey. <laughs> He's the size of a lime. <laughs> We're doing great. <laughs> Don't worry. He's 20. He's age-appropriate. <laughs> So what I didn't know was um, we should have, when we brought this small new goldfish home, we should have kept it in like a little, we have sort of this extra little tank where it's like, it's sort of like a see-through X-Men jail uh, cell where like... um, Like Magneto's jail, you mean? It's just like Magneto's jail. Thank you, Liz. You're welcome. Um, So we have this little Magneto jail for for dogs for fish (laughs) and they can hang in there and be in the tank but no one can touch them and they can't touch anybody else and also they're they can't use their magnetic powers um so (laughs) i didn't realize that we should have done oh yeah Mm -hmm. i was gonna say i want a magneto jail for my own home so that nobody touches me or asks me for anything i can just kind of like sit in a glass box and nobody like my child will run up and ask me for snacks and i'll be like i'm sorry i can't because i'm in a box like, you need – do you watch the show called You? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I need, like, a cell, like, where yes. he keeps his victims only for me yes. in my own home so my family will leave me alone. Yes. Exactly. Just for short exactly. periods of time, not for all the time. No. Oh, I want long periods of time. Can I At have long show, periods of time? <laughs> like, five hours, I think, is fine. That's, yeah. that's nice. That's yeah, I don't even want – them knocking on it what i want is like a bomb shelter where i can go <laughs> and close the door and not hear anything if it's <laughs> nuclear holocaust or uh you know just children asking for snacks um <laughs> so we should have put our our fish in the magneto jail but we didn't and so one day we we put it in there and he was he was shy. He was hanging out in the castle and we're like, oh, cool. He's hanging out in the castle, um, he, you know, that he's going to keep himself safe from the big dumb goldfish and that that creepy doja, whatever her name is. Um, I, I can't remember. Um, and so we came home one day and he was missing an eyeball. And I think the goldfish was like, does this go in my mouth? This eyeball? <laughs> And 
ate this fucking fish's eyeball. So we had a one-eyed goldfish. Had. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> so we <finish> goldfish. <laughs> so we just got back um, this week. We were in Boston visiting family. It was our first trip out of town since the pandemic. We went and we visited my my in-laws and we stayed at their house and um and you know that's a whole thing in and of itself. Uh but when we got back, uh one of the so the one-eyed goldfish, um, who was a new addition to our oh. family, oh. um, but n- not so new that this was clearly somehow our fault. Uh like like it wasn't <laughs> so new that it was like, oh, that's Petco giving us a shitty fit. Like, no, we did yeah. something. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, so I don't know what happened, but uh, my husband got home and saw that the fish ha- had had um, you know died, and <laughs> had, he had passed he had away, passed. gone to the, <laughs> the Rainbow Bridge uh, for fish. The Rainbow the Stream. Rain- it's a, it's the a rainbow, rainbow toilet the rainbow current in in the stream um, and apparently it was all like decomp like it had it had decomp had happened what um, so it was like coming apart and it was like it had been there long we were only gone for like five days so it was it was as if we left and the, the fish was like and now i'm dead um and so um so our our six-year-old was very sad. Um, it was a closed casket funeral. <laughs> a closed okay. shoebox funeral. Um, my husband quickly ushered this. He was like, I, I got to bury this goldfish. Like we had just gotten home like 20 minutes ago uh, from the airport. And he was like, I got to go bury this goldfish. And it's like, it's 10 p.m. Like, why are you burying a goldfish right now? Can't we have – I think I even said, like, can't we have, like, a service tomorrow? Uh, he was like, no. This, he was like, this is a closed a – closed captioned. This is a closed coffin fish funeral. Uh, I got to go bury this right now. Also, like, why he had to bury it. I mean, that says everything about my husband. I was going to say, like, you can just flush those. You don't have to yeah. bury them. There's We're, so oh, many things you can flush, and those so are like many top five things. That you yeah, that, I think that's totally okay to flush. I think those are okay. That, I mean, there you go. He's so like, um, what's the word? Sy- not sympathetic, but like he he puts so much. He thank you. That's exactly the mm. word I was looking for. He's very sentimental. And so to flush a fish, uh, he he can't do that. He's like, I have to give it a proper Christian burial, <laughs> dust to dust, fish to fish. Let's bury it. So, so anyway, so our six year old was really broken up about it, of course, um, and he was crying. And we had just gotten off the like a six hour flight, so he was you know hungry and tired and you know hadn't really gotten his needs met as as much as normal um and uh so he was crying and our 11 year old wanted to make him feel better in his weird 11 year old way (laughs) um our 11 year old is sort of a (laughs) he's not i'll just say he's not sentimental 
<laughs> he's um he's more like I am, I suppose. Um and he <laughs> So he says to the to the um the 6-year-old, he's like, "Don't worry, Odie. Um that fish probably didn't even that fish didn't even know you loved him anyway." <laughs> Uh, he was just a fish. <laughs> he probably, he didn't, he, it was like, he didn't love you back. He probably didn't even know you existed or something oh. like that. And my husband and I both were like, ooh, like giving him like the, like, <laughs> giving him a crazy face, like, Shizus, stop, stop talking, stop talking. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> this is shocking, but it didn't make the six-year-old feel better. Weird. Um, but I do love that the eleven-year-old was like, "This will make you feel better." That fish had no idea that you even knew it and couldn't pick you out of a lineup. I mean, so, good um, point, though. It really is a fair point. Also, I'm curious. So do do you know what happened? Like, did you guys do an autopsy? <laughs> what did the report say? <laughs> I don't know. I asked my husband, and he had no idea. He he said it was caught in the filter, but that could have oh. been something that happened afterwards. Maybe, yeah. Huh. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I feel bad, though. We we brought it home. We put it in um, a tank with two psycho fish. One of them ate its eyeball, which yeah. had to be traumatic. Um. And uh, and I didn't even say this before, but also part of one of its fins. And, oh um, lord, that was a little just yeah, a little nibble. It had like a like... Finding Nemo kind of uh, like its tail oh. was kind of half. Oh jeez, uh, that little yeah. guy. We didn't. It didn't have a good life with us. So it was the snakefish that ate this thing alive. I don't basically, know. I don't. Ooh. There. <laughs> There, look, there are two, there are two, um, what is it, po- possible perpetrators of this crime, um, and I don't, I don't know. We, we, there's two murderous fish, I guess, uh, living in that tank, and um, yeah, I guess they're in their own private Magneto jail now. <laughs> uh, Why don't yeah, they eat so... each other? What's happening there? They're just buddies, and they're like, look. Anyone else? No, they just kind of coexist, and and the Doja fish um, is. Uh, I'm trying to remember what her name is. She's got a human name. Um, Samantha. <laughs> yeah. Is it Megan? Gabriella. <laughs> uh, she. <laughs> she uh, <laughs> that fish is like yeah, really pushy and bossy, and like steals everybody's food. Um, and then the other one is just like, oh, I'm a lime. Um, anyway, that, that's the story of what happened this week, and um, it didn't it didn't break me, but it was uh, it was eventful. It wasn't your your most favorite moment. It wasn't my favorite moment, and uh, and boy, those kids went to bed late. They had they had school the next day. Sure. They went to bed at like midnight because there was yeah. just. Everyone was full of energy from being on an airplane for six hours. Um, yeah. I have to say, I, I, uh, the, on our way out to Boston, my husband was in a different row and he slept the whole time. Oh, my which, God. Which uh, I kind of resented. 
And this time around, I slept the whole time. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's time. how you make it even. Yeah. 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 I that is even. the best when now you fall fair. asleep and then wake yeah. up and you're just there. And it's like, oh, yes. oh my God. Yeah. Did we even fly? I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> Your husband's like, kill me. Yeah, exactly. My husband is like, um, they got shushed by strangers more than once. Sure. Sure. Uh, so yeah, my husband has his own story for the podcast about that trip home, but Oh, perfect. But I wouldn't know. I wasn't uh I wasn't around for it. I was in Sleepyville. <laughs> can I can I tell you a crazy koi fish story? I just thought of this. I wrote I put it in my notes cuz I re- this really needs to be told. Oh my god. <laughs> Could you please? <laughs> now I feel like it's not going to be that fun. Okay, so <laughs> okay, I it has to... to be pretty crazy. Yes, this fish be was a magician. <laughs> yeah, a racist magician, racist. Okay, go on. Okay, so um, I don't mean to brag, but I used to be a weekend nanny, <laughs> so <laughs> things were going great. And um, so I actually used to be a weekend nanny for um, Laura Dern. Oh, who, holy shit. Yeah, who's very nice, by the way. Um, uh, and so I, her two kids, um, wow. Jaya and Ellery. And this was, you know, when I first moved here, so 5,000 years ago. Um, <laughs> but um, they, so they were living in the Palisades, this beautiful rent, rental home, I guess. And they had a koi pond in their massive, amazing Palisades backyard. So one day I was with them. And I went to the backyard and uh, half of the fish were dead. And I was like, <gasps> what the fuck? <laughs> and I was, I called them over. I'm like, what, what did, uh, what happened? And, um, and I don't remember if it was Jaya or Ellery, but they kind of looked at each other and I was like, oh shit. And so oh, I, no. I was like, I'm just going to pretend I didn't see this. I was only yeah. there on the weekend. You know what I mean? No. Like how responsible can I be? So Later on, uh, my friend who was like their full-time nanny was like, yeah, one of the kids put the hose in the pond. Oh, no. And it murdered the fucking fish. So put the hose in the pond and turn it on and it was like it like messed with the chemistry of the like the delicate balance. Oh no. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. And this was like it was crazy because this was somebody's house that they were seeing and renting and and I So oh those my God. fish belonged to the homeowner. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh I mean, I'm sure it was handled well on her end but i was like oh man because i didn't first of all then i looked up how much koi fish are yeah they're fucking they're a lot lot of money well but she laura dern could have just bought goldfish and raised them for years and years and then let they would have become (laughs) i'm sure she would have had the means to do that right that's how it works right that's how that works yes that's how that works Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, 
Amy, can you please tell us a story of uh, something that has maybe broken you? Sure. Um, should I talk about my mom's visit? It's up to Is you. She's still in your house. She's left, right? She's standing right here. Okay. Like, uh, no. Um, Is she? No, she's gone. Okay. How fucked up would that be if I was like, like I don't think so. <laughs> she just leans in. Hi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I'll talk about this. So I... As long them. as you don't tell a whole story and then later I have to edit the entire story out. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me think about it. Okay, okay, okay. I'll tell you a different one. Okay, <laughs> okay so... <laughs> I will tell. I almost text you like a like a million times this week, and Betsy, where I was like, "Tell me about how I get out of this." Like, because you, you and your you and your mom don't, don't talk, and I was like, "How can I?" <gasps> right, because I, I don't talk to my mom. Yeah, yeah. I, we we are no longer in communication. Yeah, which is uh, the the nuclear option. Sometimes yeah. that's the healthiest way to go. Absolutely, and yeah, I it is yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I almost text you, and I'm like. Me too, sister. Uh, yeah. Almost happened a bunch of times. Um, also, she was staying at my house for eight days, and also the week before it was my That's... in-laws, and I'm just going fucking insane, and oh, I need God. to be That's alone extreme. forever. No, eight days is too long. That's a it's long too long time. to have someone in your house. It's too long to, to be at someone else's house. Yeah. yeah. It's too long. You can't do shit. You have to take three. You have to drive them everywhere. You have to. It's like, no. Oh. Three okay. days. Three days. Yeah. Four, maybe. Ex- yeah. Um, all I will say is I cried five out of the eight days that she was here. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, man. There's a lot of shit in there that, like, I can't possibly take all the time for. So no. I will tell you this other thing. <laughs> um, uh, so... Um, Recently, a member of the family, I'm not going to say who, uh, was it my mom? It was not my mom. Um, uh, made a comment to my daughter that I that made my skin crawl. And I know it wasn't their intention, but I, and it's like a general, generational thing. But this person said, Bo, do you have a boyfriend? My daughter is in first grade. Mm-hmm. Um, also, also, ew. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. A lot of ew. So much ew. And lots of different kinds of ew there. Yeah. Lots of ew. No offense to our listeners, but that's a boomer question. That's a boomer. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. And so. like, go on, give him a hug. Give him a hug. You know, give the stranger a hug. Yes. Give him a hug. Give him a kiss. Give him a kiss. Give him a kiss. Yes. Yeah. The boomers sexualize us all as children. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, maybe it was like, like, cause like gender was very established when our parents were younger. Right. So it was like, yes. you're a girl and you're pretty for boys and you're a boy and you're tough. And like, yes. now we're so different and we're so hyper aware of like raising kids that aren't uh, labeled right away. We give them, tw- yeah. So mm-hmm. then that is not yeah. a part of their, and I understand, I understand that. And I think like they, I know that this was not said to like be harmful at all, but right. so they said, and I go, uh, and Bo looked at me and uh, frowned and I go, no, like I was like immediately mad. 
I was like, of course she doesn't. Ew, ew. I just said ew over and over. And then, and, and Bo was like, ew, no, you know, my poor kid. And then, but then they continued. They were like, really? Because I bet there's a whole bunch of boys in your class that want to be your boyfriend. God. I oh boy. wanted to die. And I was like, no, there are not. Like, and how do you handle that? Because it's coming from like a like a sweet place, but I'm like, first of all, yeah, I'm I'm raising my daughter to be disgusted by dicks. No, I'm just kidding. But I am. Just kidding. Tell her to say that next time. Be like, um, yeah, actually, I'm disgusted by dicks. Thank you for your question. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> I should ask. I tell her to ask that next time. Just shoot that one right back. How about you? Who are you dating? Yeah. So, yeah. And I was, and I was like so visibly distraught by this mm-hmm. question that, and I don't think the person that and asked you it, yelled no and, and you, ew, no, ew, ew. Yeah, exactly. And Bo was like, ew. Yeah. Like, you know, and so, Bo, but the thing is, the person who asked it, they didn't pick up that I was like, the fuck is wrong with you? Do not. They just kind of kept ha 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 going with it. And my daughter was like, oh, my mom is, she's, she's upset. Yeah. <laughs> and, she can tell. And I, yeah, she was like, oh, and they, so she was kind of sort of like, no, no boyfriends, never, never. And I'm like, exactly. Um, but so, <laughs> so. So this person, and I didn't feel like I could be like, hey, so here's the deal. Yeah. That's fucking gross. And um, please never, ever say, I can't say that shit because, you know. Yeah. So I struggled with that uh, a lot. I can't stop thinking about it. It makes me want to vomit. Yeah. So, I mean, and you know, like, I will say that, like, my son, they're all like, oh, he's so handsome. He's so handsome. Oh, she's so – it's, like, always, like, focusing on their on their appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that that is, again, like, a very, like, that is a thing, that a normal thing that people do. But I yeah. always come back with, like, you know what? She is really beautiful, but she's really, really kind and so yeah. smart. He, he, you know, he's very creative. He's super he's, – he's a good-looking guy, but he's also – um, yeah. and that is not, it's not being picked up, I guess. On, on it's a very team. generational and very cultural thing, isn't it? I, yeah. Yeah. I've noticed though, like even people who are my age or younger, it's like, they, they sort of, you, you just kind of repeat what you, what you think is praise. Cause you were given it as praise. So it's like with my daughter, like people, you know, will say this, it's like, oh, she's, you know, like I had friend, a friend once who was like, oh, she has a dancer's body. And I'm like, can you not talk about her body? Like, I don't, yes. we don't, we don't even need to talk about her body. How about that? Like, let's just talk about like what she's doing in school right now. You know, she's in third grade. Like it, yeah. and they, people mean well by it, but it's like, well, you're basically praising them for these things that are not only just not important, but also like they might not have forever. And so they might equate that with like, oh, this is like what was, this is what I was praised for and I need to get it back. And it, it just, it, yeah. all of it's just toxic and you're so gross. And I oh hate it so God. much. That's I just, really good way of you know what? Head. When we were growing up, it was always fair game to be made fun of or to make fun of others for things they couldn't help, right? Disabilities. Yeah, things they can't control, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, their sexuality, uh, mm-hmm. like, 
and and that was all like fair game and and yet we also were getting compliments about things that we couldn't help uh-huh. that weren't you know anything within our control either the way that we look and that sort of thing yeah so yeah that's really weird i'm i'm so grateful that we've i mean that we're starting to move I, I made it sound like I was in my head I'm like we've moved away from it but like <laughs> well no in a in a very specific cloistered part of motherhood in LA uh maybe we have but but yeah I feel like we're moving away from that culturally society wise right it I does feel so. like that it does feel like like our generation is turning it around uh, yeah hopefully and you know you're all about the praise stuff like I completely I was assigned being a pretty girl with long hair when Mm -hmm. I was younger and Mm -hmm. and I hate to admit that it like a like if I didn't uh, uh, present as pretty uh Mm -hmm. that I thought I was worthless and like those aren't like things that you can like as a 10 year old I'm like uh I if I don't look nice I, I'm worthless but like as an adult I'm right. going like oh it, my looks are really important and they're fucking not like who gives a shit but it's, we were raised to think that we owed everyone yes. to look nice yes right the word owed them that yeah mm-hmm. good if we word. didn't look nice or look a certain way or smile that we were failing everyone else that yes. we weren't like holding up our end of the bargain or something. And you're right. We belong there and we deserve to be there <laughs> whether we look pretty or not. <laughs> exactly. And we finally figured that out about our fucking kids. And everyone's like, no, no, but they're pretty. But yeah. Look how yeah. good looking they are. Just stick to that. Hang your hat on that. Yeah. I have yeah. to say, I, ha- I was very lucky. I had a really, really good mom when it came to this stuff. And I sort of never really rebelled all that much. But now I'm in my 40s. And I feel rebellious for the first time in my life where I'm like, hey, guess what? Fuck you. I'm going to dress like a motherfucking clown today. How about that? (laughs) As ridiculous as I can possibly imagine for fun. Because I don't care. I don't care what I look like. I want to look like me. And then I just want to like focus on other stuff that's important, you know? And so that's, I don't know if that's healthy or not, but I'm like. Ooh, wouldn't it be kind of fun if I just like wore something ridiculous and like made everyone at my family event like super uncomfortable? That sounds really fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. I feel similarly about my weight. Like I felt for so long, like a certain way about when I've gained weight, and and I've I'm coming more and more to terms with like, oh, I don't owe it to other people to present in a way that makes them feel any certain way that like this is my body and it is what it is Uh and I gotta I need to like stop sort of silently apologizing for my my big body (laughs) I actually I stopped weighing myself about a year and a half ago a year and a half ago (laughs) a year and a half ago I one day I weighed myself and I was just like you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. And I pushed my scale under my dresser and it's still there. And, you know, I exercise, I like have my blood taken. I, I, I'm trying to remain healthy, but I don't give a shit how much I weigh. Um, I probably weigh around 200 pounds at this point. I don't know. And I don't really care because I'm like, I've always had a really, really heavy body. Even when I was like a size two, I had a really heavy body. 
and now I'm definitely not a size two anymore and I don't care. I'm like, this is how, how I looked in when I was 22 years old. Isn't like who I am and what I need to strive for. It's like, that's who I was when I was yes. 22, but now I'm 40 and I feel great and I have clothes that fit and I think I look great. So I don't yes. really care. Thank you. And you do. Thank you for yeah. saying that. I went to yeah. the doctor recently and usually I see a woman and, um, and I, there was a man there that was seeing me an older man. Ugh. Um, and he <laughs> weighed me and he, and he was like, he was kind of like theatrical about it. Like, he he was like pushing the thing and then it like you know he had to put it on the next thing Ugh. and he was like oh. and he like pushed the thing and he <laughs> and there he was kind of like uh you know he really like let it kind of sink in or whatever and i was just like i i had decided in my head like i'm not going to like i know how much i weigh i'm not going to let this number make me feel a certain way and mm. i refuse to let him make me feel a certain way about my weight and then he said it out loud and he waited for my reaction oh my he wanted God. me to be like oh, what? No. oh yeah <gasps> yeah oh, exactly he wanted me yeah. to be surprised or um ashamed or something and uh and I didn't have a reaction and then he said my weight again what the fuck and I went yeah and I was like oh and then that was all I gave it <laughs> And then later when we went we went into the exam room and he said my weight again. What? And I said and he, he and and uh and I was like, "Yes, that's my weight." Um and like I just refused to like theatrically present as ashamed to him cuz that's for- what he wanted. That's a good heads up though, because I haven't, I'm, I'm due for my, my physical and I will get weighed at my physical for the first time. I haven't been weighed, as I said, in a while, but now I know I'm going to be prepared to react. I'm going to treat it like it's the stock market and just be like, we're up. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Awesome. Let it ride. <laughs> I'm going to bring a bell and be like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> dread that shit when they would weigh me and yes. now I'm like I don't whatever a f- I did the same I got rid of my scale and I don't care anymore yeah it's yeah. I'm so over it and was yeah. it a white man was it was it an old white man oh yes it was an old white man oh, of course good. It was. <laughs> I figured <laughs> it I I feel like I mean I feel like if it was an old black guy he wasn't gonna be like you're getting pretty big, huh? Yeah. No, I- of course it was a white guy. God damn. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, old white guys. But you can all suck a dick, okay? Stop talking about my weight. <laughs> I've got your number. We all know what you're about. Oh, boy. Now all the old white guys are going to stop listening to our podcast. <laughs> We need you. My bad. Oops. I'm sorry. Let me walk it back. I'm such a stupid girl. Whoopsies. Look how pretty I am, though. Look at me. I don't know anything. I don't take up any space. I'm a dum dum. <laughs> oh man, Liz, could you please tell us a story of a time you? 
your your children or your life has rendered you a, a empty husk of a, yes. of a former self. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I will say that um, my daughter, bless her, she's such a sweetheart. We got off to a really rough start from the get-go because... Do you remember the Kool-Aid commercials from, like, the 90s where he just, like, burst through a wall oh, and just, yeah. like, ripped the whole thing off and was like, oh, yeah. So that's kind of how my... Wait, really quick. For, for, for our younger oh, sure. millennials here <laughs> or whatever is younger than a millennial, I can't remember. I can describe what sort of what happened. Oh, uh, yes. D- describe because it's a fucking delight. It so, is. <laughs> so it would be, like a, like, a family or, like, you know, people sitting in a living room. And all of a sudden, like this, uh, uh, the Kool-Aid man who was basically like a pitch, a giant glass pitcher with a face on it filled with red Kool-Aid would just <laughs> burst through the living room wall and break the whole thing open and then just push himself through and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's sort of how my birth went. <laughs> You could sort of, without getting too graphic, imagine I'm the living room wall. Oh, uh-huh. And there's like a slender door that one might be able to walk through. But instead, he bursts through. And anyway, so so I had I had oh, a bit, I, I had oh, a bit I of think a, I know. Yeah. So anyway, I have one child. <laughs> um so that 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 is that is the first time my 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 child broke me so we i was kind of it sort of set the precedent i'm like okay well this is you know this is going to be a bit challenging everything's all good i've recovered it's all fine but it was sort of a rocky start so so the, are we talking about like a, a certain degree of of so of i had i had an i actually had an episiotomy and it was and and what oh. happened was i i had been stitched but the stitches wouldn't heal so I actually had to, <gasps> I, I was stitched two more times on the table without Oof. being put under, like, the, because they, it kept breaking. So, like, for, like, the first month after having her, I was stitched up once, went home, broke again, stitched up again. Finally, finally, the doctor was like, we need to put you, we need to actually, like, go in and do surgery because it's just not healing properly. Oh, my so, God. So, were you, whoa, wait a sec, just really quick, whoa. <laughs> Were you aware when you were home that it unstitched or were you just like, was it a creeping feeling of like, mm, it, all right. it was, yeah. it was pretty bad. Like, so I, I remember sitting on the, <laughs> sitting on the couch and just, let me just preface this. This is very abnormal. This doesn't happen. It happens sometimes, but it doesn't happen often. I was, you know, you hear a lot about like, you know, C-sections being a lot more difficult than vaginal birth, but vaginal birth can have, you know, sometimes it's not always, you know, there's a little bit of a, a, issues. But so yeah. I was sitting on the couch and I sneezed and I felt like, <laughs> I felt like, <laughs> so I like, I, I gave myself a look, a look in the mirror and it was like, oh, oh, those, those, those two things should be together. <laughs> oh my <laughs> shit. Yeah. It was, it was, it was intense. It was an intense, like, I remember being like three, four weeks postpartum. And I had other friends who given birth like at the same like, same week, and they'd be posting on Facebook. They're on the beach. They're running. They're in jeans. I'm laying <laughs> on the floor, doing like Kegel exercises, trying to heal my vagina. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but I wanted to bring that up because I feel like I remember 
looking online and being like, I've never heard of this happening. What's wrong? Like, is this normal? Oh. It's not common, but it does happen. And so, and it ended up being fine. I had surgery and I'm totally good now, but it was a, it was a rough start. We have big, big, big heads in my family. I have a huge head. <laughs> my husband has a huge head. My daughter wears, she's eight, again, she's eight and a half. She wears women's size, large women's hats. My husband and I both wow. wear men's extra large. So we have, we, it wasn't a surprise necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> like she, she was, I think her head circumference was off the charts. Like she had, it was like, she was like in the hundredth over, like just super. And then her body weight and everything else was small. I, I'm describing her like a bobblehead. She does not look like a bobblehead. She's totally fine. A lollipop. We got big heads though. And my, my sweet little lollipop. But anyway, I'm all good now. And the story I actually wanted to tell. So this this is what was that this flash forward maybe like four years or so. My daughter is around four years old and it's like maybe three, four. It's like that time where you kind of can stop bringing stuff everywhere you know when you like have a newborn yeah. and you like have to bring stuff everywhere and pack a bunch of stuff we were like you know what i think we're good we can just bring us and it was very exciting let's get on the train and go downtown los angeles and have a day we can just like go have a day and so we did um we went to a place i think it's still open it's called clifton's cafeteria downtown los angeles it's like this kind of campy like three-story sort of woodsy restaurant and then they also have a bar and they have a river that like runs through the restaurant what? so we yeah it's cool have you, you guys haven't been Clifton? no it's like the rainforest oh, Clifton is awesome. it's really fun check it out it's re it's really old and it it closed for a bit and then it reopened i'm pretty oh, sure river. yeah it's cool it has like a very it's like sort of like a kitschy hip version of like a bass pro shop i guess <laughs> I don't know if I'm selling it correctly. I've never been to a Bass Pro Shop. I've only seen photos. And I'm pretty sure there's a river. Anyway, so we go to Clifton's. We meet some friends. And I'm like, I'm going to go to the bar and get some drinks for my husband and I. So I walk over to the bar. And then all of a sudden, I hear a big splash and then a scream. And I look at <gasps> the restaurant. My three-year-old has fallen into the river. She's fine. She's, she's, she did, she's obviously fine. She falls, flash, <laughs> my husband pulls her out. She is head to toe soaking wet and <gasps> screaming in this restaurant. And I'm like, oh shit, we didn't bring anything. We didn't even drive. We took the train like idiots. <gasps> so I'm like, damn it. Okay. Uh, panicking. I'm like, okay, I'm going to run across the street. There's like vendors selling like clothes and stuff across the street. So my husband's like, taking care of our screaming child. I run across the street. There's no toddler clothes in downtown LA for sale, at least not in, you know, 2016 or whenever this was. So I'm like scanning, scanning, scanning. Finally, I see a powder blue tracksuit that looks like it would fit maybe a seven-year-old. And it says in rhinestones across the front, bling, bling. Yes. And I'm like, that's gonna have to do and so i'm like crying i'm pan i'm like oh my kid i walk up to the guy and i'm and i have a credit card and i think i have like nine dollars and i'm like in cash and and i say i need this and he was like okay this is 15 and i was like do you take part he was like no it's special and i'm like okay and i kind of explain what happened i'm like this is what happened i only have nine dollars is this okay? Like, and he was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of just like brushing me off. Like, Aww, and so nice. I take it, nice. I pick it up and I start to walk away. And he's like, 
$15, and I was like, no, 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 I'm so sorry, I misunderstood, I thought you, I thought he was saying it was okay, he was not saying it was okay, I don't know what happened, but so, I'm like, trying to put, and he, I'm trying to put it back, he's yelling at me, I've got this powder blue, powder blue, bling bling tracksuit in my hands, a man (laughs) is walking past, and he's like, what's going on because he was it was like a scene he was like is everything okay and the guy's pointed at me and he's like this woman tried to steal this and i'm standing there this middle-aged woman holding a powder blue tracksuit crying and he's just like do you need to borrow a little money like a little bit of cash i'm like i guess he's like oh my gosh it's fine he hands the like the remaining money to the guy i felt like a total idiot and like i was trying to steal this thing but I wasn't. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You loved that bling bling. I powder, just powder blue wanted it so, so bad. I didn't have any children <laughs> around me. I'm just like I want. <laughs> so he gives it to me, and I bring it in, and we're able to change her. I have a photo somewhere where she it's it's huge on her. The sleeves are rolled up all the way. The pants are rolled up all the way, and she's just like wearing this huge thing, and it was crazy. Also, my husband had ended up buying like 200 pounds of books at the bookstore. And I was like, we don't have a car to put these in. So we're like carrying all these books around. And then our daughter dressed in this crazy outfit. And, uh, and yeah, it was um, from that point on, I brought a bag probably for like another year or so, a bag of extra clothes, extra everything up cash, you know, bags of cash. Just in case I need to get back to you. <laughs> I mean, we're also totally not addressing the elephant in the room, which is you went to the bar, your husband was watching the three-year-old, <laughs> the three-year-old fell in a fucking That's river true. in a restaurant. That's a great point. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yes. He's more fun. I mean, he probably threw her in and was like, oh, I thought this was going to go better, but I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He's the fun parent. I'm the practical parent. He's the one that throws our kid in rivers and I'm like trying to buy track suits. That's just how it kind of goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's oftentimes the breakdown, the uh, the gender breakdown I'm finding. <laughs> uh, dudes get to be the fun parents. Uh-huh. Uh, Liz, uh, Liz, tell us uh, where people can find you. What can they check out? Should I give my home address? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> sure. That's where you can find me. Um, so I am... Come find me, come watch me. I am very online. I have an Instagram that's just Liz Climo, at Liz Climo. Um, and then I have a Twitter that's at E-L-C-L-I-M-O, because Liz Climo was taken. Um, I'm on Facebook. I, I mean, I'm not really on Facebook, but I'll post occasionally to Facebook. It's also Liz Climo. Um, and then I have books. I have lots and lots of books and they're everywhere. They're in stores. I always try to, you know, get people to go to independent bookstores and, um, there, yeah, you, if you just go to your bookstore and search for my name or ask for a book by me, that's where you're, that's where you'll find them. Fabulous. Wow. Uh, Yay. this is obviously super funny and you should run out and buy all her books. Uh, <laughs> It's true. That sounded sarcastic or something. It wasn't. I believe uh, Amy, where, where can I people find it. you? <laughs> good, good. Um, I'm on Instagram at Amy Albert Cobb. You guys know this. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Just look at my pictures. Please. I'll make a video sometimes of me singing and my kids being like, Stop. So if you like that kind of content, fucking come on over. 
um, as you can see, uh, we've been doing uh, it's it's almost monthly at this point uh, a live why mommy drinks uh, taping, and uh, y'all should uh, check out our social media for information about that i usually post about it on instagram and uh, i'm trying to do it once a month we'll see um amy was my co-host for one of them which was super fun so, so come fun. and yes check that out it was great and uh we had listeners uh and an audience coming and telling their stories and it was a it was a blast um, and also, uh, you know, I, I do something called Illuminati Improv with my husband, Ari, who has come on the show a bunch, and Jessica uh, Eason, who you all know as a another co-host, frequent co-host. Uh, we, uh, along with our friend Corey, do something called Illuminati Improv. If you go to YouTube.com slash Illuminati Improv, you can subscribe, and we do a, a live, free streaming improv show every other Saturday, and um, we also have some old shows shows up there you should check it out one recent one is with susan messing who was just on the show and um it's a really fun show and it's a just free free improv uh done right not shitty um (laughs) all right if you like why mommy drinks and you want to support the show please go to apple podcasts rate us five stars and leave us a glowing review check out our sponsors and the why mommy drinks patreon follow and like why mommy drinks on instagram twitter and facebook join our facebook group also, I want to hear what broke you. So email me your shit shows or leave a message on our hotline. A copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. A copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. copy with your shit show. 424-279-8842. And all of this information is in the written description of this episode. Liz, you are doing a great job. Hey, thanks. Yeah. You are. You're crushing it. Um, thanks. I feel like, you know, sometimes I feel Uh-oh, good did- and sometimes I feel like, oh, God. So that's really nice to hear. <laughs> did Liz's audio get really crazy yeah, just now? Is it, yeah, like, a, like robot-y. <laughs> I love it. She's like, I've been a cyborg this whole time. <laughs> I, had, I was so close. I had you convinced for like an hour and 15 minutes. Now I've gone full robot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no. You can cut this, right? <laughs> it's so close to the end. I love that the whole show, you sounded human. And just at the very end, now you're a robot. So be it. So be it. Amy, you are doing a great job, too. Thank you, yeah. my love. You are also doing a great, great job. Thanks, friend. Uh, well, dear listener, if you find yourself uh, being the wall in a Kool-Aid commercial <laughs> and your kid <laughs> is the Kool-Aid man, or if you find yourself going to your uh 11-year-old who's trying to make your 6-year-old feel better about losing their goldfish, who probably didn't even know they were anything. (laughs) Or if you find yourself, um, oh shit, Amy, what did you talk about? I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, uh, uh, you're not, you're not an idiot. You're a lovely, brilliant woman. Being gross about, yeah. If you find yourself uh, 
trying to get um, older relatives to maybe just de-emphasize the way their daughter looks, all right? (laughs) Just know that you are doing a great job. Uh, Bling, bling. (laughs) I don't know why I had to say that. Yay! I'm sorry. (laughs) My mommy drinks. I'm Brian Husky. I'm bald. And I'm Charlie Sanders, and I'm also bald. And we host Bald Talk on the Campfire Media Network. Bald Talk is the podcast where two bald comedians talk to anyone bald about being bald. But this show isn't just for baldies, Brian. Harrows will love it, too. Bald Talk gets into vulnerability, vanity, insecurity, and self-acceptance, reminding us that we all have our respective bald spots. Not that bald spots are a bad thing. No way. I mean, my entire head is one big bald spot. It is one huge, beautiful bald spot, Charlie. Get Bald Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I I have like a little bit of hair, but not like you. You're really bald. I'm truly bald. Great. I mean, it's great. I'm balder than you. You are balder than me. Only on Bald Talk. Campfire.